Good morning and welcome to Over the Garden Fence, brought to you by Waddell's Nursery Floral and Garden Center at the corner of 12th Street and Millam Road. And now your host for Over the Garden Fence. He maintains the roundabout at Millam and 12th. <laughs> it's Andy Waddell. Good morning, sir. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, Thanks hey, for I, having me. How, how about that Climax Scots football team, doggone it? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, at Menden. Yeah. Winning last night. Nothing so. Nothing like winning over a uh, state powerhouse or normally a state powerhouse. <laughs> that's right. There you go. Climax is becoming the powerhouse, so that's kind of yeah. neat. So, okay. hey, and I, uh, I have a... A uh, special guest with me too this morning. Uh, Jim, I was so. going to say you did not come alone, so I'm going to make sure that mic works. What is your name, sir? Uh, Eli. It, it does work. Okay, that's good. right. That's right. <laughs> we have our uh, our next generation uh, with us this morning. Eli, there you go, Eli Waddell, and uh, thanks for joining us. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um, and you and you, uh, I'll, I'll give I'll give you a hint. You don't need to lean into the mic because I've got I've got a nice little switch here that I can bring you up or if you get out of line i can shut you down so you know <laughs> so he's not too lippy so yeah well eli is our our fourth generation at waddell's along with some of my uh, uh my older boys that work with us and so uh, uh eli's our carry out and um uh future landscaper at waddell's so all right uh, yeah thanks for joining us no problem you hey. bet so uh and also jim i want to uh, uh invite to oh you know it we always have an event at waddell's oh yeah yeah i I think you may have said something last week i know but see i'm a kid at heart so i need to make sure the slingshot works so we actually bought a human slingshot what it will launch way more than we're doing and we launch apples (laughs) with it and we set up bullseyes out in the quarry that uh quincy will help you um launch apples today if you wanted to and then those apples believe it or not go out to our deer that uh feed out back so they that sounds like fun and it's beneficial for the deer that's right Uh, just prepare for the weather bring it bring a uh, raincoat and um and an umbrella yeah and a lot of our event is inside which is nice so i I think you're going to be launching apples outside though i think so yeah Yeah. we don't (laughs) jim i was thinking about that and there well you you could take eli you know send him send him across the building and and use him as a target (laughs) (laughs) but then there'd be holes in the greenhouse wall so well, I just wanted to say, come on down today. I think that is from 9 to 3. There is uh, uh, an apple cider press that we uh, inherited, uh, my my family did, from a great friend that uh, has passed from us. And um, you can come down and kind of see where you could take your apple, run it through the grinder, and actually press it, and actually in a few minutes drink fresh apple cider. Ladies and gentlemen, cool. you, you cannot say, there's nothing to do. <laughs> Try, right. Yeah, there is something to do. Go That's to Waddell's right. at Milliman 12th. That's right. There's uh, um, cornhole in uh, pumpkin style. So there's pumpkin painting. There's all kinds of fun things to do today. If I didn't have to work the Bronco game, I'd be there. That's right. Yeah, because you just sold me on cornhole. Cornhole gets very competitive <laughs> around there. So you know what? So, well, I thank you all, and please join in. And if you have questions, comments, anything like that, join us at 382-4280. Or, Jim, if we are a little radio shy. You can text it in to 80373. Yeah, so... Uh, What's the topic? Um, 
I was telling folks yesterday, did they bring their boat to Waddell's or a couple people swam to Waddell's yesterday? They, they almost had to. <laughs> so rain, rain, rain. That uh, was insane Thursday. And, and even last night, um, yeah. it was coming down at a very good clip around 637 o'clock. Yeah, yeah. So. so think of this way. I'll start out by saying great fall tree watering weather. A lot of times we'll say, get your trees soaked. It's great for the trees to go through the winter with moisture because there will be less winter kill for sure. Um, so I just welcome you to Over the Garden Fence. So some folks think spring is the best season for planting when plant selection is best. But really, if you only knew, a visit to Waddell's Garden Center right now would change your mind. With two nurseries that Waddell's has, we have trucks arriving daily from our own farm with our selection being the best. So now as the leaves begin to color, annual flowers begin to fold up, vegetable gardens are almost completed, and perennial flower beds are starting to turn brown, there's really an urge to spend as much time in our garden as possible. Experienced green thumbers know that the timely garden and landscape projects completed in the autumn will produce even better gardens next year. Cooler working conditions, moist soil, the approaching dormant season are compelling reasons to make October the best time for most gardeners. Because the quantity of gardening days, though, are really numbered, now is the time that we take care of very important projects. Hmm. Start to think about mowing a little bit shorter each time. Now you see that was, I, I have said that to other people. Right. They're like, well, I'm going I'm to scalp my yard. Nope. No, not necessarily. Start working your, your mower down. Okay. The idea is not to scalp, but to start working more of the stem down off the blade of the grass or off the uh, grass itself and allowing more um, blade to come up. You'll have a softer, better grass when that happens. Tall grass will mat under snow mold, which encourages that in the fall and the winter. Set your mowing in the last autumn in November, believe it or not, to one to one and a quarter inches. Wow. So <clears throat> just above the dirt line, yeah. it will really help. Fungicides applied soon during uh, thawing conditions will help prevent snow mold. Dacanil 2787 should be the first applied in late October to mid-November. A second spray, if it's possible, sometimes we are, remember, snowmobiling in November and golfing in December. So that weather goes up and down. I've right. seen people out golfing on December, on Christmas Day, and we have been snowmobiling, haven't we, mm -hmm. on Thanksgiving? Yeah. So make your so make your uh, yard look like a golf course. That's right. And buzz That's it right. right down. And plus, that first snowfall of the year looks so much cooler on a very short. Oh, and that, it does. It does. Uh, the second spray could be done in December. Believe it or not, you get a warm day, go out and reapply the uh, Dacanil 2787 and repeat these sprays if there is a snow mold problem in late February or early March. Sometimes that snow mold does appear like on the north side or the northwest sides of barns, garages, and house. So as the tree leaves begin to fall on the lawns, be sure to remove quickly or pulverize them with a mulching lawnmower before they smother grass and cause bare spots. MSU research shows that tree leaves, when chopped up fine, may be left on the lawn. Sharpening mower blades will help grind the leaves finer. Uh, we actually um, 
took our mower blades off just recently, didn't we, Eli? Yeah. And uh, they were dull. Yep. And we actually, uh, now, instead of a spot, Jim, where the mower was missing, Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, it actually takes care of that lawn. It really uh, was beneficial. Sharpening mower blades will grind up the leaves finer. Take care Mm -hmm. of the pulverized leaves and do not cover the grass blades entirely. If it gets that thick, maybe you need to rake some up. After our needs are met in the lawn, now is the time to turn our attention to planting and transplanting of shrubs, evergreens, flower bulbs, and perennials. Perennials divide more successfully now than in the spring. Remember when you're transplanting, do the um, the benefit of the plant. Don't try to save the flower. You're uh, severing the roots, sever the top at the same time, making sure you're cutting that perennial almost to the ground when you're transplanting it. This is the only time of the year that you can put in spring flowering bulbs that can be planted. This is the only time of the year really to do good transplanting on evergreens, trees, bulbs, tulips, daffodils, and the host of the other plants that appreciate the cool, moist soil in transplanting. Autumn soil conditions stimulate faster root development and ensure more growth than uh, uh, in the 2022 I'm sorry, 2024 planting season, then next year. A couple plants not to transplant. I would pass on transplanting dogwood in the fall. I would pass on transplanting redbud in the fall. Everybody do that. And believe it or not, um, those will do way better if you move them about March 15th to April 1st. For gardeners, Autumn is known for the best time of the season for planting flowering bulbs. Hyacinths, crocus, skillia, tulips, daffodils, alliums, grape hyacinths, anemone, shyandoxia, iris reticulata, and so many more can be planted for fall enjoyment. Nearly everybody plants some tulips and daffodils every year and are always rewarded with great spring color. This year, why not extend and increase the spring flowering show in your garden with lesser-known flowers, um, flower bulbs that are available at Waddell's? For spring flowering that blooms for months on end, you can actually select bulbs for different times of the season. Not all bulbs flower at once. Check with our master gardeners at Waddell's for bloom times. You want a good representation of early mid or late to reap the great excitement in the garden, come to Waddell's. So here's just a little variety of some of the favorites and spring blooming bulbs too. You know, there is also bulbs, Jim, that the deer love. Really? Yum. Oh. Okay. Let's Mm -hmm. talk about that in a couple of moments here. Uh, Let's take a quick break. Questions for Andy and Eli. Eli, you are not going to just sit there and do nothing (laughs) for for about the next half hour. Okay, we're going to put you to work. 382-4280, questions for Andy and Eli. Or you can text them into 80373. In fact, I do believe we do have a text question. We'll hit that next on 590 and 106.9 FM, WKZO, and Over the Garden Fence. Waddell's Garden Center is famous for its family fun events, and you're invited to their annual Apple Fest and Pumpkin Party going on today until 3 p.m. Today's event will be full of fun for all ages, including a bounce house, an apple launcher, a creative pumpkin station, pumpkin games, 
an old-fashioned cider mill, and more. Get your orchard fresh locally grown apples at Waddell's with three different varieties to choose from. This will be the perfect time to decorate and create with Waddell's professional pumpkin designers. At the painting station, choose a Baby Yoda pumpkin, a Poor Paint pumpkin, or create your own pumpkin. And remember to bring an old shirt to wear for the painting station. Pumpkin creation prices depend on sizes chosen from $4 to $18, any of which will make beautiful autumn table decorations or a welcoming greeting for your front porch. All other activities are only $3. The Apple Fest and Pumpkin Party going on today till 3 o'clock at Waddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center. Kalamazoo's news and newsmakers, too. Local news is like the most important stuff to me. Kalamazoo Mornings with Ken Lanfear. Your local community. On WKZO. Over the garden fence, it's uh, two for the price of one today. Andy and Eli <laughs> Waddell both here. And a text question to 80373. Um, my pumpkin vines have powdery mildew that also started to spread to my zinnia leaves. Do I... Have to treat the dirt to get rid of it for next year. I sprayed when I first noticed it, but it got too far ahead of me. Now, there is a little addition to this. Um, Judy is the one that tucked yeah. it in. She said, uh, P.S. Farmer Dave was my brother-in-law. He'd be happy to see you are putting his apple press to good use. He sure loves his cider. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah that's nice. Thank you, Judy. Yeah. Well, I still <clears throat> think you need to put Eli down at the other end of the greenhouse and have target practice. <laughs> <laughs> He's young. He's young. <laughs> I'll try and catch him. Put a bullseye on him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so. yeah. See if we can get your fielding yeah. skills up. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, there you go. Well, we'll need Eli's muscle later today to do the apple press. So yeah. um, a lot of that is um, we just said we wanted to carry on the tradition, Jim, with having the apple press not just go into some barn, but to carry on that uh, school graph tradition. So yeah. uh, Dave had some great uh, apples. The apples we're using today are from Houston's, which are all friends of everybody from Kalamazoo. Okay. And uh, this mo- yesterday we were doing uh, Mitsu's. Gala and Empire, squeezing them all down, and oh my, straight out of the press, straight into a cup, straight <laughs> pretty okay. good. Oh, Judy, we did not forget about your pumpkin vines, trust yeah, me. that's right. <laughs> so, let's go to that. So, pumpkin vines, squash vines, zucchini, cucumber, zinnia, powdery mildew was at its best this year. And I'm not saying the best, it could actually say at the worst. It was probably the most prevalent it's been in a number of years. So what has happened is hot days, dewy mornings, the plant could not dry out fast enough. So my suggestion would be, will it overwinter in the ground? Yes, it will if you chop up your pumpkin, zinnia, and your other vines and rototill them. So myself is, I would remove all the plants, root and all, and get them away from the garden. If there is a, a need to go ahead and grind them up with a rototiller, then I would spray them first with like a copper, a triple action, or like a Dacanel 2787, which is a fruit tree spray. So the idea is powdery mildew needs to harbor on foliage or decomposing. So it can't sit on soil. But my buddy was talking about his cucumbers, Jim, and uh, um, he had the right cucumbers. He had grown them up a fence so they were off the ground, and the powdery mildew just attacked them this summer. Hmm. So doing our research, there was a lady a couple weeks ago who had continuous problems with her tomatoes. And everybody remember, mildews can travel over 30 miles. 
So you could have a person in Battle Creek possibly affecting your Kalamazoo crop. That sounds so ridiculous, but believe it or not, it can. Wow. So remember, powdery mildew is something that will harbor on foliage. So let's make sure if you have a problem, remove it before you do your uh, um, your fall garden prep. Go ahead and put annual rye down. After that, pumpkin, zucchini, zucchini, and cucumber has been removed or zinnia, removing all that powdery mildew foliage. Cover crop always brings nutrient back into the ground. Annual rye then is tilled over in the springtime with good nutrient or good nitrogen that goes into the ground. Oh, okay. There yeah. you go. All right. Judy, thanks for the text question. You can send yours in to 80373 or give us a call here, 269-382-4280. Questions for Andy and even this time of year. Yes, mm-hmm. there are gardening concerns oh even my. this late in the season. So That's right. Give us a call if you want, and and if you want to, you you can direct your question just to Eli. (laughs) Maybe put him on the spot. I'll I'll do my best to answer him. Hey, there you go. 382-4280 Over the Garden Fence continues next on WKZO. Waddell's, your all-season garden center, has fresh shipments of colorful plants just waiting to brighten your outdoor living area. It's time to plant pansies for color that lasts now through next June. Get a six-pack of pansy plants in your choice of many gorgeous colors for just $2.89. For interesting texture and color for both planters and gardens, get ornamental cabbage and kale plants. Check out the extra-hardy mums that come in several bright colors and look great in gardens and in patio containers. Another great choice for fall planting are sedum plants. To finish off your autumn landscape decorating, be sure to pick up some pumpkins, corn stalks, and bales of straw. Waddell's is known for their great selection of perennial plants that will color up your outdoor living area year after year. This week, all of Waddell's perennials in stock are 25% off. Enjoy your gardens to the fullest with beautiful quality plants from Waddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center on Texas Drive at the corner of Millam and 12th Street. Kalamazoo's newsmakers check in here. Governors that are going to police officers at the intersection. Kalamazoo mornings with Ken Lanfear on 590 and 106.9 FM WKZO. Over the garden fence continues. Andy Waddell, and we're breaking in Eli Waddell. We're going to turn him, I guess, into a professional announcer before, That's right. we, uh, before we hit 9:45. Now his mom used to uh, announce football games for us years ago at Schoolcraft. So okay, I, I think it runs in the family a little I, bit. I think so too. Yeah, <laughs> George used to be an announcer here. Grant, his grandfather and uh, his great grandfather started this. So, <laughs> so uh, we are talking about fall items and things to do. And I'll tell you, we're talking about fall bulbs, things to plant. And I'll tell you, one of the nicest things in the fall is the glorious ornamental grasses. Uh, Ornamental grasses are great for fall and winter interest. And they have just multiplied. There used to be just a few varieties. Now our perennial department has dozens of varieties. Ornamental grasses present you with a wide range of options when planting in your landscape. Ranges from height of 6 inches to 14 feet, they can be used as accent plants, ground cover, screens, borders, or companions with a wide range of flowering plants. By themselves, grasses offer a variety of shades of green, yellow and green, green and blue, straight blue, red, brown, and variegated with unique or traditional blooms. Ornamental grasses are spectacular plants or ground covers that can be used singular or mass plantings to provide natural, low maintenance with the aspect in the landscape. Uh, 
They provide excellent screening. We did a screening on Eagle Lake. Um, Eli, you helped us plant at uh, a customer's house last year. Yeah, uh, a lot of grasses. A lot of grasses. And instead of putting a big row of evergreens, he did not want to ruin Jim, his view of the lake. The idea was to give me some screening from the neighbors, but I just paid good money for the view of the lake. The last mm-hmm. thing I want to do is block it. So right. it worked out really good. They're made, make excellent floral arrangement as well because of their additions to cutting gardens, variety of foliage and textures, and be used as fillers or accent. You can keep the dried foliage and flower on ornamental grasses through the cold months to add a dimension to your winter landscape providing seed and shelter for the birds. Grasses for fall and winter interest in the garden are unbeatable for they're extremely resistant to disease, pests, and including deer. What more could you ask for? Ornamental grasses are well-suited for southwest Michigan. They can tolerate a variety of soil conditions, both drought and wet, and they hardy and the hardiest are able to withstand soils freezing and thawing in the winter. Most grasses would prefer six plus hours of sunlight per day, although some are tolerant of partial or light shade. Maintenance is relatively low, simply for fertilized, minimally in the spring with an organic food like plant tone, cute back, all foliage, hardened late winter or early spring, two and four inches from the soil level. There you go. Yeah. Yay, yeah. Nice. nice. Hey, you want to sit here? <laughs> hey, Lin- Linda sent in a text to eight zero three seven three. Let's let's put him on the spot oh, here. No. Uh, his yes, well, welcome aboard, Eli. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Linda's rose bush has powder mildew every year. This year has been the worst. Uh, she cut down the infected branches and picked up uh, dropped leaves, spraying it with a copper fungus. What more can she do? So you have to. <clears throat> Greenwood plants regrow very fast, and that's roses or bamboo, or there's one other plant that is in Michigan that's a greenwooded plant. But they build resistance to copper, Linda. So you got to do an opposite. So do copper and then do an opposite. So maybe do triple action on the next 10 days and then go back to copper, some uh, a copper spray. So I like to make sure that copper is put with a surfactant Sometimes think of a rose leaf, Linda. It's curved, and that beveled end just lets some of that uh, combination of the copper and the water roll off the foliage. So a surfactant, or it's called spreader sticker, makes things stick to the foliage better, and then allowing the copper to work a little better. Make sure on the dewy mornings, maybe after a very wet rain, that it's reapplied. I will say newer varieties too, Linda, can be a little more resistant than some of the old varieties. Picking up the leaves is smart, putting on plant tone to encourage new growth, but do an opposite spray because fruit trees will do the same thing. They will build resistance in the spray you're using. You will have to use an opposite spray to encourage uh, better better control. Oh. Eli, did he miss anything? Oh, no, I think he got it all. Yeah. <laughs> I think, well, I think because, uh, yeah, yeah, because yeah, mm-hmm. you're learning from the best. Exactly. So am I. There you go. 382-4280, questions for Andy and Eli, or you can text them in as people have been doing this morning to uh, 80373. Yeah. Well, you know what, Linda? Um, we just got rid of some uh, Eli and myself. My wife, we pulled out a bunch of junipers at our house uh, around a big tree. 
uh, just low-growing junipers, but they were so leaf catchers, uh, weed seed catchers, maple seed catchers. So we yanked them out, and we put in drift roses. They're short. They are not the connoisseur rose, Linda, but they tend to flower heavy spring, summer, fall. My second one is over by the um, side of the porch where our patio is, and we have money to have knockout petite it's a petite knockout rose and and uh knockout rose gets big if anybody has one they'll realize how big of that plant gets it it'll get three to five foot meet petite i know it's cute jim yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they're under they're under two feet at maturity and they they'll flower till christmas so those are great varieties and yes they'll probably still get powdery mildew but a little more disease resistant variety so we're, um, Eli was talking about uh, grasses. I just know that making fall work with your ornamental grass, and we'll go to a break in a second, but yep. just give me a, a little tip. To make your fall ornamental grasses easier for cutting, cut on a dry day, not on a wet day. Tie your grasses up with gardening twine in the fall. Actually, it'll make them look better, and the foliage is bundled will make it easier to remove when you cut back. When you cut them back, the clump will all go off to uh, to be uh, composted. Most clumps form grasses that will require divisions every two to three years, which is nice. You can give them to friends or a family member or to your gardening club. You can uh, plant a container-grown specimen grass any time of the year, and you'll always have success. So if you're looking for the best performers, stop into Waddell's for our great selection of ornamental grasses. 269-382-4280 if you have questions for Andy the Poet or uh, Eli. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he, he's, he's a rhyming machine today. <laughs> Over the Garden Fence continues after this and a check of weather right here on WKZO. When is the perfect time to plant top quality landscape plants from Waddell's? Right now. First of all, plants planted in autumn have less transplant shock and more time to develop strong roots. Number two, trees, shrubs, and evergreens will get a head start on next season's growth. Number three, Waddell's incredible selection can't be beat. And number four, the prices are great, with all of your shrub favorites now 40% off. If you're looking for something bright red, get a burning bush. Beauty berry shrubs are loaded with purple berries this time of year that hang on for the birds to enjoy this winter. Want something that keeps its foliage all winter? Get a gold privet shrub. Butterfly bushes come in a wide variety of sizes and colors from white to deep purple. There are so many choices. Stroll through Waddell's to choose the shrubs you like best, and Waddell's certified green industry professionals will be glad to advise which plants will do best in your landscape. Open Monday through Friday 9 to 6, Saturdays 9 to 5, closed Sundays. A very fall-like day ahead for us here in southwest Michigan on this Saturday. Some scattered lake effect rain showers possible through the day, otherwise mostly cloudy and breezy, a high in the low 50s. Wind chills likely held down in the 40s for much of the day. Some showers possible Saturday night with an overnight low in the upper 30s. A few more scattered lake effect rain showers possible for us during the day on Sunday. Partly cloudy skies, high temperatures in the low 50s. Tracking Southwest Michigan's weather. I'm from teammate meteorologist Blake Harm. He said those two words that I despise. Lake effect. <laughs> <laughs> Cloudy, light rain around the area. 47. Wind chill. Yes, I said wind chill. 42. 
at 590 and 106.9 FM WKZL. Over the Garden Fence continues Andy and Eli, the Waddell twins, today. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Um, I, I see promise in the weather, though. When we pulled in, there was some... Some breaking of those clouds. Hey, and I'm looking through um, one of our other studios and, nice. and and seeing a couple of breaks. Don't count on sunshine, though. <laughs> no, it's not going to happen. There's sunshine always over me, so I'm sorry. Oh, you are. <laughs> You're just a sunny guy. <laughs> so uh, before we got talking about our ornamental grasses, we were actually in our, um, it is bulb season by far. And it's also deer season. And the deer right now are starting to move. Um, they, they can feel the cold just like we can. Mm-hmm. Um, if you start seeing deer, you know it's time to start bringing in all your house plants, getting them inside, making sure they get sprayed. Um, there is a lot of deterrence. So remember, deer browsing is the new word. So they will come in and snack or buffet your yard and decide which they like and which they don't. So if you have something that is of value, hemlock, arborvita, um, hydrangeas, uh, certain ground covers, go ahead and spray them now. There's a deer mace, which is not poison. You will not find the animal laying next to it, but it's the idea of... um, we go to a buffet, Eli, um, <laughs> steak usually yeah. first, okay, then a hamburger, and if you make me, I'll eat the liver. <laughs> but <laughs> No, 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 you but, cannot talk me into that, no. And bless mom's heart, mom used to make liver, and it was so cooked, it was bowed. You could put gravy in the middle of it. I hated liver so bad. I know everybody's laughing you at know, me George now. Carlin, God bless him, he, he did a bit years ago about foods he won't eat just because of the way they sound. <laughs> you know, it's just guacamole. I agree. I, I agree. I won't touch it. Yeah. <laughs> so I know deer are the same way. Sometimes you could even rotate some of those sprays, but the idea is plant things maybe that aren't going to be a problem. Planting bulbs like crocus, narcissus, which is daffodils, hyacinths, allium, muscaria, scilia, and fritillaria. Those are all not deer-proof, but they're not going to bother them very much at all. Um The spring flowering bulbs, you know, now is the time. The payoff, uh, their campaign a couple years ago, um, Jim, was dig, drop, done. There's not much to planting a fall bulb. You get a hole, you get it in, and the reward is in the spring. So uh, those those gardeners that know, um, now is the time to get them. A lot of the varieties are already gone. So some of those spring flowering bulbs, be sure to select bulbs that will bloom in different times. Some of these spring flowering bulbs like Shyandoxia or Glory of the Snow is one of the first flowers to bloom each spring. Each stem of the Shyandoxia has gentle blue flowers and a tiny white center. Iris reticulata, another early bloomer. This miniature iris grows to about six inches and features Fine blue or yellow flowers creating a butterfly effect in the early spring garden. Narcissus, like I said, or daffodil family is very deer resistant, but Teate is a dwarf variety of uh, daffodil that's a great spreader. We have them at our house, along with many of the other varieties of daffodils, would be a great addition to the garden. 
Siberia skillia, which has been cultivated since 1796. These varieties and species grow four to six inches tall, abundance of blue star-shaped flowers. They reproduce by seed, so will eventually cover a large area. Crocus varieties include many colors of giant crocus with 11 varieties of dwarf varieties, blooming botanical crocus, all low sturdy crocus varieties offer endless of possible designs and varieties of color. Remember, I will say again, um, you can sandwich your bulbs. And again, using your largest bulbs on the bottom, digging a six inch hole, putting possibly tulips or daffodils, large ones at the bottom. You put your bulb tone at the bottom, Jim, and you sandwich a layer of bread or basically a layer of soil. Then you put your crocus down, or Eli, you'd be putting your turkey or cheese right now mm -hmm. on. And yep, so you, you got stack them up. Stack them up. All right, little more plant uh, bulb tone, little more soil, and then on top you put your pansies. So meanwhile, then in the early spring, even when the snow is on, the pansies start showing their little faces through the snow. Once that snow is removed, the snow starts melting away, pops up the crocus, and then once it starts getting warm, up through the <clears throat> the pansies now in full flower, up comes the daffodils, which is kind of cool. Now, dummy me, of course, you know, drop the bulb in and cover it up, and I can't put anything else here. I'll, I'll <laughs> That's right. Up, I'll screw up the bulb. I guess you can. You can. Wow, I didn't know that. And you know there's an up and a down to a bulb. <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> so it's not like a golf ball. You can't just throw it in. So that's why step into Waddell's. We can show you there is most bulbs are fairly easy to tell. They have a point to them like a tulip. Yeah. But there are some varieties like Fritillaria that you really need to um, check with a, a gardener that can show you how. Oh, well, there you go. Mm -hmm. All right. Over the garden fence. We'll put a wrap on it in just a couple of moments. 269-382-4280. Last minute questions for Andy or Eli or both. We'll take them right here or you can text them into 80373. Our last segment of Over the Garden Fence is next on WKZO. Spring flowering bulbs from Waddell's are so easy to grow and provide some of the most beautiful blooms of the season. And now is the best time to plant them. Waddell's carries more than 100 tulip colors and varieties. And they're famous for some of the biggest, most beautiful blooming tulips around, their exclusive Waddell's Pride Tulips. This week, you can get 10 Pride Tulip bulbs on sale for just $6.50. Get 10 mixed Narcissus bulbs that bloom in every shade of yellow, white, and orange on sale for only $3.50. For some heavenly fragrance, get hyacinths. Then next spring, sit back and enjoy the beautiful show of color. There are a dozen fragrant, beautiful color choices, all 20% off this week. Don't forget food for your bulbs. All organic Espoma Bulb Tone will give them all the nutrients they need. Waddell's bulbs are sold in bulk, so you can pick out just the amount you want. Spring flowering bulbs from Waddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center on Texas Drive at the corner of Millam and 12th Street. Local news is like the most important stuff to me. You know what's going on in your local community. Kalamazoo's official online local news source is WKZO.com. Our last segment of Over the Garden Fence on this Saturday with host Andy Waddell and host in training Eli Waddell. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for coming today. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Hold oh. on. Whoops. I'll try, let me try that one. Now talk. <laughs> Thank you. Maybe you, you do. Maybe you do need to sit here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we have about four minutes. Hey, so. that's fine. 
You know, folks, since next week is our last over the garden fence, I'm just trying to share several tips to our green thumb friends, just yeah. trying to winterize the garden, winterize getting things done is kind of nice. You kind of set back and go, Oh, I got that done. Instead of sitting out in December going, I wish I had gotten this done. So successful gardeners know <clears throat> there's a lot to do in the fall. They know that, uh, uh, plants prone to injury from wind, dryness, and cold. Some shrubs and trees like magnolia, dogwood, holly, pyracantha, butterfly bush, all incur injury when soil temperature drops below 20. Remember, a lot of the winter kill happens in November, not in January. The plant is long slowed down by then. Make sure soil moisture is in there. Bark chips around the plant and come encompassing the entire root system will help insulate the roots from the deep freeze. Remember, mulch helps root system continue to grow in the fall. Tender plants should not only be protected from freezing, but also keep the soil temperatures steady. Remember, we've talked about the freeze and a thaw gym mm -hmm. of a gravel road. That's the first one to get the frost laws on. First yeah. one to get the freeze, yep. thaw, yep. freeze, thaw. Remember, the mulch keeps the, the cool in instead of the heavy frost going in and out. Protection of most plants is best applied after the ground is actually slightly frozen. Mulching too early, excuse me, mulching too early will encourage plant growth and your famous vole, mice, and shrew damage around all of your plants. I've talked about creating a mole hotel, and that's mulching your plants in October. You are now creating a nice warm spot. Yeah. A spot where they harbor. The plant is now insulated, Jim, so they munch on it all winter, and they got a place to hang out all winter. You know, we think it's fall. These guys, it's mulch season. That's right. <laughs> because not only you, but Gary, ahead right. of you on Nature right. Watch, was talking about mulch for uh, for the flower beds right. uh, to uh, to help out get through the winter and mm -hmm. uh, and help out the birds and all of that. So uh, Eli was uh, part of our landscape team this summer that uh, did a lot of drip irrigation. Yeah. A lot of weed barrier and a lot of mulch. <laughs> he, says, a lot of mulch. He, says, he says weed barrier. I take it that's not one of your favorite things. Oh, no. Okay. Weed barrier, good suppression of weed seed. Good and suppression. Weed yep. It takes yep. a while to do. <laughs> but in drip irrigation, you got about a couple weeks, guys. We don't want those timers to freeze up. So a lot of that, there's little lines that will freeze that if you get your timers off and get that drained out, you might have to do some watering, but we got to think of some of that winterizing things that are, are important to take care of. That timer can come out, be put on the basement stairs for the winter in a bag with the batteries taken out. That way you know that timer is not going to freeze solid. Okay. So Next week's the last week until spring, right? You bet. We've got all kinds of tips and... Uh, Thank you for callers to call in. And uh, Eli, thanks for being a special guest with us today. Yeah, thank you for having me. And there you go. And thank you for listening to Over the Garden Fence right here on 590 and 106.9 FM WKZO.